The contents of this podcast are provided for general information and educational purposes only and do not constitute investment, accounting, legal, tax or other professional advice. Welcome to the Money Magnet Podcast, helping you attract and keep a fortune that counts with co-hosts self-made money magnet Steve McKnight and esteemed journalist Rowan Wen. G'day listeners, I'm Rowan Wen here with Steve McKnight to help you become a better manager of your money. Now Steve, the title of this episode is, Is Hope a Hopeless Plan? Which I think says it all. In fact, Oprah Winfrey used to say a lot, hope is not a plan, which is kind of the same thing. Let's talk about that. Why do you say, is hope a hopeless plan? G'day listeners. Hello, Roro. <laughs> I could be that. <laughs> I think that faith is a plan, but- Gotta have faith. George Michael, there we go. There Another we go. mention. George Michael in. But I don't think hope alone is a plan. We could sit here all day and we could hope for a bag of money to fall out of the sky and land on the desk. And yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So to me, hope is a vision and it's definitely a start. But the follow-up question to hope is how. How are you going to make your thing you hope for happen? Yeah, so beyond hope, there's actually planning. In Chapter 2, you talk about people trying to cheat their way to wealth. Now, what did you mean by that? How do the people cheat their way to wealth? Well, they expect the outcome, but they don't put in the work. Like the bag of money falling on the desk right here. Yep, and back in the day, we used to talk about the difference between a must and a maybe. But the truth of the matter is that a part-time effort always yields a part-time outcome, Row. Yeah. I don't know how you were at school, but I used to think I could get an A grade with a D effort. Yeah, right. Why and did you think that? I think I was a bit deluded. So whenever I would get the exam result back and I got 55 out of 100 or something, I'd always be disappointed because I'd be like, why didn't I get 90? Why didn't I get 95? And the answer is, well, idiot, you didn't study. Don't call yourself <laughs> a mate. But, but you yes. didn't put in the effort. So why do you think you're going to get the outcome? And it's the same when it comes to attracting and keeping money. If you're not going to put in the effort, on what basis can you lay claim to the outcome? Totally. So why do you think you didn't put the effort in in school? Was it just were you bored with the subjects or what was going on? Lazy, I think. I didn't have the maturity to sit down and honestly, as obvious as this is, I didn't have that understanding that the harder you work, the better you're going to get. Okay. So you're asking people to work harder. Here's the problem for a lot of people, at least in their minds, right? They already work really hard. You know, they've got lives and jobs and kids and babies and mortgages and all these pressures. Yeah. How do they work even harder? But the effort that they're putting in is going to things which are not going to deliver the fruit they expect financially. Okay, explain that to me. Okay, so everyone's got 24 hours a day. Yep. And if I'm allocating my 24 hours a day to things that are not going to attract more wealth, then it's unreasonable for me to think that I'm going to attract more wealth. Like I used to play Dungeons and Dragons. Really? Yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. <laughs> Stop of course laughing. you did. Sorry. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, no, it was great fun. Role playing and being a fighter or a magic user and being out there slaying orcs. Did and... that help the dating at all? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's what was wrong. But I, I, really, things, I yes. really loved it. And I spent a lot of time playing Dungeons and Dragons, and which is, I guess, didn't have a job, but it was a way to spend a weekend that didn't involve stealing cars and doing drugs. Yeah. And well, yeah, what's wrong with recreation, though? <laughs> It was, well, I played basketball, but it was classic nerd stuff, really, is yeah. what you'd put through today. But rather than studying for school, I'd rather play D&D. So my effort was there, but it was in playing Dungeons and Dragons. It wasn't an effort in getting to an A. So a lot of time people are saying, oh, I'm putting in all this effort, and I'm, but I'm not getting results. And it's like, well, is the effort that you're contributing congruent with the thing you want to get results in? So you write in the book, why rely on luck when you can depend on skill? Yeah, financially. So how are people relying on luck? They're just 
making it up. Don't as you I go buy on. lotto tickets? As a joke, occasionally. Actually, no. Yeah, I told you why I buy them because I actually enjoy knowing that some bloke's won or woman has won ten million bucks, which I think is absolute and, madness. But it makes me feel good. Isn't that important? Why not just give someone and I've some got money? The money? Well, I do that too, but it's kind of like fun. It's like some poor struggler Didn't battling in take, the western suburbs, right? You just took the absolute piss out of me for playing D and D. Well. And and you're there, you're podcast. there buying lotto tickets, thinking that someone else is getting some. Oh, hang on, Dunge- charity. <laughs> For starting, you, you're such a hip guy. You call it D and D, not Dungeons and Dragons. There's your first problem. All right, well, let's call it what it is. A D and D. Let's be specific. I remember the kids who played Dungeons and Dragons were you know unique and beautiful <laughs> guys, but they were and girls, but they were a little bit lonely sometimes. Uh, and they weren't doing the stuff that the mainstream kids were doing, which is fine too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't have my first kiss till I was 21, and there's probably reasons for it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, that was the of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was 20. But, hey, look, I've been married 25 like years Phil this here. year. Very happily married, you know. Okay. No yeah. practice wives needed. Um, <laughs> okay. Bang. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? When people are relying on luck, what does it look like to you? People are relying on luck because they're expecting, again, money to just flow into their life without necessarily sowing first. They're expecting the harvest without sowing the seed. And that's when they sort of are casual with their money, so they become financial casualties, as you say in the book. Hmm. Explain what that looks like in real terms. If I'm a financial casualty, I'm just messing it up because I'm making it up, yeah? Yeah, well, if you don't have a plan for your money, we've spoken about this in other podcasts, someone else will. And money is attracted towards a purposeful plan and repelled away from those people that lack a purposeful plan. So if you're casual with your money and you're thinking, oh, I'll just buy a lotto ticket here or an AD&D module there, and then <laughs> all of a sudden, it all piles up over time. It's a little drip over a long period of time that can really wear down the rock. All right. So if you're not going to play Dungeons and Dragons or Lotto, what should you be doing? You should be having a plan. What's a better plan? A better plan to me is to let time and trend be your friend, right? And yeah. that is a nice little savvy saying people can learn to heart. Live below your means, invest your savings, and reinvest your profits. They're the three pillars of financial success. Live below your means. I think that is the key one in my experience of life and seeing folk around me is seeing people who had reasonably good incomes, right, who just spent it all. And it's like, what are you doing? You don't need a new car every two years. Get a good car and stick with it for a while. But they had to live beyond their means. The things that people tell themselves, it's, oh, it's a tax deduction. Why is that a good idea to spend money? Exactly. It's still a loss. Yeah, it's a loss. And people are, oh, but my accountant told me, well, hang on a second, are you building wealth or are you spending money? So in case those people missed it, three things, live below your means. Don't just save money, but invest your savings and then reinvest your profits. And if you want to retire financially free at an early age, what should you do? The saying is do what others don't so you can live like others can't. And what that means is work harder, perhaps smarter, differently today so you don't have to work as hard tomorrow. Like I always thought that, row. We talked about being financially free in five years and that's what I did. But what I really did is took 30 or 40 years of work and condensed it down into five years. So those five years, I wasn't playing D&D. I was out there most days, every day, every week, pushing forward with my investing plan. So you almost thrash yourself for a few years so you can get other years back. That's what I did. It's not like you work five years and then you don't have to work 30 years. It's like you have to work 30 years in five years. But then you get the time back that you would otherwise be having to spend in a job to choose how you want to spend it. 
So no lotto tickets then or the occasional lotto ticket? or Look, if you want to buy a lotto ticket, then just treat it as entertainment, like you said before. Which is what I do. Yeah, well, then you're fine. But a lot of people, it's not entertainment. It's their financial plan. Yeah, right. And when it's a one in 45 million chance of winning or something ludicrous like that, that falls back into the hope is a hopeless plan kind of category. It's a lot less than being struck by lightning, right? There's more chance of being struck by lightning than winning a lotto? Yeah, or being run over by a wild elephant, I said in the book. Yeah, but that one, to be fair, <laughs> if you live in Africa, there's a lot more chances of that happening than there are here. That sounds ridiculous in Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane, Australia. But if you're in Africa, there are a lot of elephants. But what I would say is give up on the chance altogether and focus on choice. Invest the money that you'd spend buying lotto tickets and you're sure to be a winner. That sounds like a great place to wrap it up, I think. But before we go, can we please have some more takeaways? Takeaways! Well, there's (laughs) McDonald's, KFC. Champagne comedy. (laughs) How about some advice takeaways? How much of your spending is casual and how much of it is committed? Mm -hmm. There's a thing that might get people scratching their head. How much do you just spend here and there and how much is planned? And yep, righty, I'm buying that because it's part of the plan. Financial empowerment comes from being in control. So take back control by being more committed and less casual. That makes sense. If you don't have a reason to save, then you'll soon find a reason to spend. Yeah, you see that a lot. And retail therapy, right? The reason why it's called therapy is because you're supposed to feel good at the end of it. But you never do. I mean, you do for about five minutes. Then the guilt kicks in. You know, why did I buy it and I've got to pay it off and all the rest of it. So just be a bit smarter about that. Why rely on luck when you can rely on skill? We spoke about that with investing your lotto money and just letting time and trend be your friend. And then if you think education is expensive, the old adage, try ignorance. (laughs) Very costly in my experience. Invest inwards before investing outwards. That's what I would say there, Ro. But I think the the big takeaway from this episode appears to be- Was your first kiss, right? At 21. That's amazing. I think it was 20. 20, okay. That's marginally That different. wasn't my takeaway. My takeaway was how much I enjoyed playing D&D. Maybe I should get in it again. Did you see the movie just came out last year? I think there was a Dungeons & Dragons movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's apparently very good. I think I've moved on. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of moving on, let's do that, shall we? See you next time. Bye, Ro. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Money Magnet podcast. If you have questions or would like to provide feedback, then please send an email to podcast at moneymagnet.au.